0: You're listening to a message from Impact Student Ministry, a middle and high school oriented production of The Summit Church. All right, middle schoolers, we are in week three of our series known as Famous Last Words. And you guys know a special holiday coming up soon? Easter, yeah. Hey, uh, guys, and as we get rolling tonight, I'm going to go ahead and talk about Easter for a second and see, like, do you and your family, do y'all have any fun, crazy, wild uh, Easter traditions that you do? No. Wow. All right, just shut it down. Uh, yes, ma'am, what do you do? Easter egg hunt. Okay, that's that's just fantastic. Let's see if we have some eggs in here that we might be able to help you out with. Um... A Cadbury egg. You a fan of Cadbury eggs? Wow. Here you go. That's just wonderful. Okay, any other great Easter fun traditions that we have? Yes, ma'am. Karis. Oh, you get oh you get bunnies and chocolate. Okay, let's see here. Uh, here we've got some uh, Reese peanut butter eggs, Karis. There you go. That's just wonderful. We're so glad that you that you do those types of things. Uh, yes, sir. Easter tradition. You eat a lot. Okay, you eat like a whole lot? Like a lot, a lot. Okay. I'm, I'm wondering, like, if you eat like, like, do you eat like this much, like Grand Bunny? Huh? Hold on, do, do you? Do, do you eat that much? Are you sure? You'll eat it right now. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't have to do that. Hey, but listen, this is for you. All right? Don't ruin your dinner. Okay? Hey, listen. Uh, any other fun Easter traditions that we do here? Uh Yes, ma'am, in the back. Um, well, we hide, like, eggs, and they're under tables, and then we find them, like, later. Like... Ooh, okay. That's, that's just a lot of fun. You, you hide eggs. Well, I've already given out some eggs, but I do have some uh, Starburst fave reds, because reds are the best for you jelly beans. Here you go. Right there for you. Absolutely. Uh, and let's see here. Uh, yes, ma'am, my man in the back. Aiden, what you got? How to Easter baskets. Well, I'm out of most of my candy. Here's a Cadbury egg. There you go. Good catch. Okay. Uh, any, we got any leaders doing any fun things? Like leaders? Do y'all do something? Yeah, Sarah, what would you do? Okay. Hey, sh- 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 guys, hold on. Oh, money eggs. Okay. That's fun. Okay, great. This is uh, it's it's a golden egg, but uh, it's the best, the closest thing I have for money. Here you go, Sarah. You enjoy that caramel egg for you. Uh, and last, last one, last one. Uh, April, what do you have? Be totally That's just one in the sand. I love it. I, the tide doesn't get it, does it? Hiding good places. He go. There's a last egg we have for you here, Capri Okay, guys. I love these uh, family traditions, fun traditions, everything for Easter. Uh, my family, we do a lot of that stuff too. Is anybody dye Easter eggs? Some of y'all, I don't have anything. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have anything left. Actually, I'll, I'll show you this in a minute. I do have deodorant left. Some of y'all are like, I need that right now. Please, could I have that? No, you, you do not want that used deodorant. Okay, but hey. Uh, guys, that's great. It's awesome to hear about Easter traditions, but I think for some of us, sometimes when it comes to Easter, guys, we lose track about what Easter's really all about. We think of a ginormous Easter bunny. You know, we think of jelly beans. We think of eggs. Uh, we, we think of, yeah, giving fun stuff. Um, I don't know if you guys still go to like Concord Mills or, you know, Haynes Mall. You can see the Easter bunny. You know, in costume, y'all are like, yeah, that's way too young for me. Okay, well, uh, me and and Wit, we took Iris last weekend down to Raleigh to, like, this festival. And there wasn't an Easter bunny walking around. There was, like, this giant, like, pig walking around. And I was like, that's scary enough. But it was so funny because he was, like, in a pig outfit and costume. And I'm holding Iris. And all of a sudden, Iris, like, saw him. And Iris was like, like. (laughs) And I was like, whoa, she like gave him the Heisman, like, nah, I'm not going over there. So yeah, like, but we have fun traditions and craziness that we do for Easter that sometimes we really just forget like what it's, what it's all about. We really do. And I mean, tonight we want to talk with you guys. We're setting the stage forward. Easter is still 17 days away, right? But let's talk about why we celebrate this holiday. Hey, it's one of the biggest holidays in America. It's still one of the biggest holidays really around the world. It's predominantly a Christian holiday, so if you're here for the first time and you've aren't really a Christian, you might just be like, well, isn't these year just time like where I don't have to go to school because it's spring break? Yeah, that too. That's a really, really cool part of it um, as well. Hey, but I, I got to thinking, and I, and I have another question for you guys as we're rolling. Um, just in general, what are two things in your mind right now that pop up that are like meant to be together? Okay, just some things, and I, I'll, you guys can just uh, think about them, you know, shout them out if you want to, like peanut butter and what? Yeah. Right? Peas and... Macaroni and bread and butter. Whoa, all right. That's yeah, that's true. Okay. What is that? Salt and socks and shoes. Yeah, shoes and socks. Okay, whatever, that's good. Cereal, cereal, milk. Yeah, um, what about like Tom and Jerry cartoons? You guys know about that? Adam and Eve. Oh, that's really good. You guys already know where I'm going. Uh yeah. What's that? Pam and Jim from The Office. Yes, that's very good. Batman and Robin, all these fun ones. Hey, guys. Um, eggs and grits. Yes, spaghetti and meatballs, right? All that stuff. Lamb and tuna fish, anybody? No, I'm just kidding. Okay, hey, bye. All right, stay with me. I'm sorry. I saw a squirrel. I got lost for a second. Guys, there's a lot of things in our mind. When you see one, you should see the other. Naturally, you're like, well, this thing here, it's not as good with a hot dog unless you have ketchup and... Mustard, right? Like, I, that's just how I am. And, like, I want to eat just a peanut butter sandwich. I have to have jelly with it, you know? And when I start thinking about, you know, like pizza, I always have to have Coke with my pizza. Like, I, it's, it's just kind of how I am. And I, I kind of want to blow your minds with something, guys. First, is because when we talk about things that are meant to be together, that were made for each other, created for each other, guys, check this out real quick. You were made, you were created, you were meant to be with God. You were. If you're in here and you've never had a relationship with him before, and it's your first time ever, or you come every week and you don't care about God right now, you were made, you were created, you were meant to be with God. How how do we we know that? Why do we believe that? Well, you guys already mentioned it. uh, The first human beings ever, that lovely couple known as Adam and... Yeah, Adam and Eve. Right, They live in this place called the Garden of Eden. You know, one of the coolest things, I, I still miss teaching school a lot, one of the coolest things from school was actually when we talked about civilizations in world history. Any history fans? Yeah. All right. It's just the best subject ever. I don't know what's wrong if you don't like history. All right, well, we are praying for you, okay? Hey, so... One of the coolest things about civilizations was like we talked about the first ever civilization was in this place called Mesopotamia, right? It was in the Fertile Crescent. Some of you are all like, oh, no, right? But it was actually by these rivers known as the Tigris and the Euphrates, right? Those two rivers. Hey, and what was really, really cool about that is, guys, that's where they said the first civilization, the first group of people, they lived, they settled, they farmed. It was beautiful. It was paradise. If you look up stuff today about the Garden of Eden, you know where the Bible says it actually was? Yeah, by the Tigris and this Euphrates River. I'm like, it's so cool to me that, like, a lot of times people want to argue the Bible with science and evolution and all this stuff, but you can't argue about the first civilization where it started. You know, like, history will tell you the same thing as school and the same thing you learn at church. Isn't that really cool? There's one thing in there that's like, you cannot argue at all. I went to Google and I typed in, Um, Garden of Eden, and this is like a picture, like you get a thousand different pictures, but this was one that kind of popped up. It's a beautiful, beautiful paradise. Now, is this the actual Garden of Eden where Adam and Eve walked around? No. It's it's funny because the Bible actually tells us, and it's in God's word, that after they left the garden, they could never go back there because they messed up. Right, if you guys have heard the story, if you haven't heard the story, Adam was a first man, Eve was a first woman, right? They were meant and created and made for God to have a relationship and a connection with God, and it's really cool because, you know, God was in the garden with them, and it's like literally like living with God, like that's really, really and some scholars still say, well, is he walking with them? We don't know if he was walking hand in hand, like skipping. I don't know. I don't, I don't think God did that, right? His skips would be so powerful, it'd be, he'd skip over like five states probably in once, but... So, but he was there, you know, living with them, and they were together. They were perfect. Everything was fine. But something happened. All of a sudden, this just goes dark. Adam and Eve had a perfect relationship with God until sin entered the world. And if you really, we could actually have fun. We could say until s- sin entered the world. And you guys know why we say s- because a snake, yeah. So Adam and Eve, they were told one rule. You got one thing you cannot do in this perfect, beautiful paradise. The one thing we ask you, please don't do this. God says you cannot eat from this one tree. The tree of life, the tree of knowledge, don't eat from it. Everything else is yours. Everything else is fine. This is a whole paradise just for you. This is perfect. Just don't eat from this tree. And you know what Adam did and what Eve did? The same thing that Iris does. Right? Iris right now, like one of her favorite things, my little uh, almost two-year-old is crazy. She loves bath time. It's one of her favorite things. Like if you say bath, she just like takes off like wobbling to the stairs to go and get a bath. And now she just figured out probably the biggest problem in the bath is like when we actually run the water for her, we cut it off. She's figured out how to turn the water back on. So like, nope, no, nope, we got to wash. You got to wash. got to wash your hair. She's like, nope water back on. I'm like, no, water off. She said, no, water back on. And it's back and forth. And it's like, every time I tell her, Iris, don't do that. You know what she does? She's like, oh, like I'm like, Iris, Iris. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. Why do we do this? Why do we, and every time we go back and forth, back and forth. Guys, how many times do you go to a restaurant or something? And they say, don't touch. It's a hot plate. What's the first thing you do? Yeah. Mom says, Hey, you need to be sure that you are home by eight o'clock. I'm going to come home about 801, 802, just to kind of see what happens. You know, if your dad says, do not talk to that boy, first thing you do is, like, you go out, like, looking for a reason to have a conversation with that guy. You know, it just happens, guys. This thing called sin, and it's real, and it's a problem. And before sin, and those are just little temptations. It's like when you're told you can't do something, you naturally want to say, I'm going to do it. Exactly, right? So Adam and Eve were said, please don't eat from this tree. God says the one thing you can't do in this whole garden. They went, and when that snake came along, they ate from the tree. Now, the big thing about sin, y'all, and the, the problem with sin is what happened to Adam and Eve from that point on. You know, before that, in the Garden of Eden, they had no tears, no sadness, no sickness, no disease. Everything was perfect in a paradise. But sin came in and it messed everything up. Because you disobey God, right? And the big thing from sin here, guys, if you've never heard about sin before, this is kind of what it is. You know, it, it's something that really separates us from God. It separates our relationship with God. And it's really, really hard. You might be like, okay, well, uh, separating from something. I do have deodorant up here. This is not a giveaway. Trust me, you do not want this deodorant, okay? Uh, but say that you know, you're hanging out with one of your friends. You guys ever have one of your friends, and they really, really, really smell like they need some deodorant? Don't act like that, like you haven't. Hey, I was actually, uh, when I was in sixth grade, I was staying at my cousin's house. We were having like a sleepover party. And I'll never forget, and now I understand, guys, and leaders, I understand as well, like why sixth graders don't wear deodorant because I never knew I needed to wear deodorant until the sixth grade came. And I'm spending the night at Marshall and Jacob's house, the same ones who were in the ice club with me last week we talked about. And we're hanging out, having fun. And at one point, it's like eight o'clock, we just had pizza, and Jacob was like, dude, your pits smell. And I was like, my pits smell. I was like, I don't know. You guys know what that is? Your, under, your armpits was like what we used to say for the slang. You guys are looking at me like I'm a ghost or something. You're, they're like, dude, you need some deodorant. And I was like, some deodorant who? I was like, what is this? Like, I don't know what this is. You know, and I was so embarrassed. God, and they started like, you know, just laughing and be like, yeah, dude, or you could just go, and, go in the shower, you know, and just wash your underarms. And I was like, oh, are y'all saying that I stink? And I realized at the time, I did stink. Yeah, I really, really did. I didn't have any deodorant. So you know what I had to do? My feelings were so hurt at the time that you guys have been there that I literally, I actually called my mom and I was like, mom, they said my pitch really smell. I just need to come home. They're like, uh, is everything okay? She's like, let me get your father on the phone to talk to you. <laughs> So I talked to my dad, and guys, I realized for the first time, like, yeah, deodorant's a very, very helpful thing. Sixth graders, please use it. Guys, you got to use it. It's very helpful, because if you don't have it, right, some BO can really mess up a party, and it can separate you from your friends. If you're dating somebody, guys, you wonder why she don't want to talk to you anymore? (laughs) This might help you a little bit, okay? Hey, If you look at that same nasty, awful, green aroma that smells terrible, right, that separates you from your friends or from your girlfriend or whatever it is, or you could even say bad breath if you want to, right? Whatever it might be. Guys, that is what sin is like to God. God wants us to be so close. We were so close with God, with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, and all of a sudden, man, you got sweaty, you disobeyed Him, you started to stank a little bit, and you were separated from him. Hey, I got a a beautiful picture here of a bridge. Anybody know what bridge this is? Yes, the Golden Great Bridge, which is in where? San Francisco. San Francisco, California, yes. Hey, and what's really, really cool, guys, just stay with this visual with me real quick, all right? So you guys just, just track with me here. All right, in the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve were together before sin, they were with God. It would be like a perfect bridge connecting them... Right here with God. So they're here, God's here, and they were one together, made, meant for each other. It was perfect. But then the snake came along, deodorant came along, separation happened, and now the bridge was no longer together. Guess what happened? Boom! What movie is this from? <laughs> why I love you guys. That's why I love my middle schoolers. I'm talking about all right. All of a sudden sin came and this is big explosion. And now no longer are Adam and Eve just connected right here. A walk away from God. Now it's actually like God's over here. Adam and Eve are over here and they're like, Hey God, what happened? God, what happened? God, what happened? I, I don't understand what I did wrong. Oh man, sin happened. Oh shoot. Like I'm getting further and further and further away from God because this bridge this connection that was here for so long is now no longer there. And maybe you're like, okay, well, what does this mean like today? Where is Jesus in this, in this whole thing for us? Why do we celebrate Easter? Why does all this stuff even matter? Hey, y'all know why we celebrate Easter? Um, Jesus came to bridge us back to God. There was this big explosion, you know, and that nasty, you know, deodorant over there that was not used. And man, you messed up so bad and you had separation from God because there was sin at one point in time. God and Adam and Eve were together, but then they were separated. And y'all, for thousands of years, get this, get this. Y'all read the Old Testament before? You hear those crazy stories about Noah and a flood, Jonah and a what? Well, a big fish, whatever it was, a large mammal, whatever, right? You hear about all these incredible stories, you know, and things that just seem crazy. And you you read through the Psalms, leaders, you read through the Psalms, some of them are wild. And there's David screaming at God, wondering where he is. Why are they so distant? Why is there such separation? Why aren't they together with God anymore? Man, because there was an explosion and sin came and wrecked everything. You know, it's awesome for us though. If you follow Jesus, you're in this room. The coolest thing is, dude, the best deodorant ever happened. Right, Something happened 2,000 years ago at Easter right, where all of a sudden like Buzz Lightyear didn't say the day like he does for the train right, in Toy Story when he picks it up. We're talking about God's only son who was born into this world. Said, so you know what my goal is? The one thing I want to do, the one thing that I'm so excited about, I'm putting this earth to do and to be for you, I want to fix that gap. I want to fix that bridge so that you, 2,000 years from now, sitting in impact on a Wednesday night in April... In Kernersville, North Carolina, you can have a perfect bridge, a perfect connection, a perfect relationship again with God, just like we used to have in the Garden of Eden. Am I going to walk around? With, no, you're not going to walk. You're not going to walk around with them. That's not what I'm talking about. But you're going to be able to be connected with God, just like Adam, just like Eve. Now, am I going to hear their voices? No, you trust me. You don't want to hear God's voice. You, that would be very, very weird. All right, you might like. I hear enough voices as it is. So like, you don't want to hear God's voice, right? Guys, the reality is, though, we can have that same connection because Jesus came to bridge us back to God. Hey, in this series, we're talking about famous last words, and tonight we're talking about Jesus' legit, like his famous last words before he died. He dies on a cross. He died for you and all the sins and all the things that you're going to mess up with and all the separation that you're going to cause from God, all the things that you've messed up with before, your past, your problems. Actually, he died for you on that cross. And the last thing that Jesus ever says, his famous, 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 famous last words. You know, check it out here what he says. John 19. <coughs> it builds a stage. It says, Jesus is carrying the cross by himself. He went to the place called the place of the skull. There they nailed him to the cross. Rough, man. It, next slide. And this is his famous last words. Jesus knew that his mission was now finished. Next slide, please. And Jesus says this, his last words ever on earth before he comes back. Don't want to spoil it for anybody. Jesus says, it is finished. Then he bows his head and he released his spirit. I'll never forget uh, in ninth grade. Uh, I, I had this geometry teacher, and after every project or test, I was awful at geometry. I'm just not good with numbers, and she would literally say, "Okay, whenever whenever you guys are finished, let me know. Whenever you're finished with your project or your test, just raise your hand and you can put your head down and rest." I'm like, okay, all right. So I would intentionally be that kid who was like, "I'm done," and she's like, "Are you are you finished?" I said, "Yeah, I'm done." She's like, "No, no, no, no. Cakes get done." Cake is something that you put in the oven, and it does everything by itself. It's easy, then the bell just goes ding, and it's done. If you just completed one of my geometry tests, and you put in all that work, all that effort, all that studying, all that practice, to get to this point, you ain't done. Mr. Applegate, you are finished. And I did it like every test. It was so much fun. You're finished. Jesus says on the cross... Hey, it's finished. I got you covered. I know you're going to mess up a lot of things. I know there's been so much sin in the world, so many problems, so many issues. Hey, it's, I got it. It's not done. It's finished. It's accomplished. I ran the race. I carried my cross for you. I fixed the bridge for you. I fought for you. It is finished. It's over. I've got you. Y'all, the most beautiful thing about it is that Jesus, he actually covers our gap, right? That, that whatever sin we have down here, whatever thing that we tried to let go a few weeks ago, you guys remember we did the balloons, we tried to let them go out there with the thing that's holding you back from God, the sin that you're struggling with, or whatever the relationship is, Jesus actually covers our gap. He fixed it. He finished that gap for us so we can have a relationship with God in spite of our sin. Hey, middle schoolers, man, I know it's tough in sixth or seventh grade. Like sometimes you're like, yeah, I've I've got these sins and these things that I'm struggling with right now. And I'm just going to kind of come along to God whenever it works for me. Yeah, God, God doesn't want a relationship with me right now because all this anxiety, all this stress, the stuff I looked at on the computer I shouldn't look at, or excuse me, my phone I shouldn't look at. Stuff I do in my relationships, I really shouldn't do. The way I talk to my parents, you know, uh, man, the gossip that I spread, like, wildfire, like, all the time, like, I just love doing that. I know I I shouldn't, I can't come to God yet. I'm so mad at my parents because they got a divorce, and my parents don't, like, they clearly must not care about me that much because my dad's not here. I don't even know who my mom is, you know, anymore. She never wants to call me or talk to me. Like, I'm so angry right now. God doesn't want me when I'm angry. He doesn't want me when I'm broken. He doesn't want anything to do with me right now. Hey, if that is you, oh my goodness, you could not be further from the truth. You know what God wants? You know why Jesus covered that bridge to make us connected with God again? Because he wants your junk. He wants whatever crud it is that you think, nah, I can't show this to God. I'm gonna keep this right here hidden away in my closet. No, Jesus went to the cross for that. Because he wanted to cover that for you. It doesn't matter what your sin is, y'all. It doesn't matter. Because that's why we celebrate Easter. And that's why we have really cool big bunnies that we love to give away. Y'all, this Easter, please don't let the distractions in the week off school, which is great, and I'm glad you have a week off and you didn't lose it because of snow days. right? Don't let that stuff take you away from what Easter is really and truly about. The fact that he covered a bridge that we are finally connected, we can be one with God again, we can have a relationship with him. Man, it's a beautiful thing. Hey, uh, last point for tonight, y'all, is this. Jesus gave it all, like he gave his entire life. He stopped everything, not to say it's done, so you have to carry sin and struggles and anxiety and stress and burdens and problems in 2019. Jesus did all that, so you, you can have it all. You can have freedom and you can have a relationship with them. Hey, and I know for a lot of us, shoot, I'll be honest, even in my own life, uh, I remember when I was growing up in middle school and I guarantee your leaders have been there as well and they'll probably tell you the same thing. I have moments in our life where we pray for things and we want things to go away. We want problems that we have to be fixed overnight. Man, uh, I don't get it, God. I, I read my Bible. You know, I came to church. I prayed about it. Why aren't these things being fixed? And y'all... The age-old question that you hear all the time. I just watched a movie. Um, one, of, one of our leaders uh, was talking about Interview with God on Netflix. Great movie. And I watched it, and one of like, the big questions is there is, you know, why do good things happen to, to bad people? Or, or why do bad things happen to good people? And, you know, we don't have an answer for that question. You know, but the coolest and probably the most amazing thing that I had to come to terms with, your leaders have come to terms with, you know, is that, y'all, to be honest with you, we don't know why some of these things happen. If you follow Jesus, it doesn't mean that your life is gonna be perfect and you won't have problems, you won't have trials, you won't have hard times. It doesn't mean that all your prayers are always gonna you know, be answered overnight. But what it does mean, and what I can promise you and guarantee, is that you will have somebody to help you through that struggle, through that trial, man, and through that hard time. When you feel like you're all alone and you have nobody else, if you have Jesus in your life, man, he will be there to carry you through it. And you might say, well, I don't, I don't really understand. What does that even look like? Y'all, you've got small group leaders here who want to help you with that. I feel like a lot of us have some things that are super heavy in our lives and some, some sin, guys, that we struggle with, fellas, that we just keep to ourselves. Don't do that. Talk to your leader about it. We're not going to judge you. We're going to love you. And Jesus is going to help you through it, and we're going to do the best we can to possibly help you through it as well. Y'all, you know, it would have been a scary time to be in the Garden of Eden and to be Adam and Eve, you know, and for God to all of a sudden say, get on to stepping. You messed up. It would have been a terrifying time to be in the Old Testament. Some of y'all's trying to start reading the Bible, and you open up in Genesis and Exodus, and you're like, what in the world? These human, and you know, right, we got a sacrifice. We got humans running crazy. We got animals being sacrificed. What does all that mean? Guys, you know what it means? is back then they had to work to receive that grace and that forgiveness that God offers. Jesus said, I got it, it's done. Excuse me, it is finished. So hey, y'all, when you get to groups here in a minute, you gotta take time. Try and be vulnerable, try and be open about what it looks like in your life. What what did Jesus bridge for you? Because now we can be connected with God again. I know you have sin down here, right, that, that might be hard for you to look past and get over, Man, Jesus looked past it so far ago. And your leader wants to help you get past it as well. If you're here and you've never had a relationship with God or with Jesus, you know what an awesome time to do that. It really, really is. That's what Easter is all about. We celebrate that relationship. And if that's something that you want to talk with your leader about, man, then do it. And we'd love to help you and support you. If you want to talk with us, we'll be up front as well for a little bit. But please, just be real. Be open in your small group time about what that looks like in your life. So I'm going to pray for us, and then we head out to groups. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all these incredible middle schoolers. God, thank you for the sixth graders and the seventh graders and eighth graders. God, and just where they are right now in their walk with you, I know there's some that are so far from you, some that can't even begin to understand what it looks like to try and have a relationship with you. God, because the, the struggles in their life are so loud, and it's so hard, and it's just so on the front page of their minds. God, I pray that those students can be brave tonight, that they can know that they don't have to carry that stuff by themselves. God, I pray that they remember, man, that Jesus went to the cross for them. Not not so that we can live in shame of our sin, but we can overcome it. And we got small group leaders who can help us with that. God, and your son Jesus literally brought the bridge back so we can be connected to you. I pray for those seventh and eighth graders as well, Lord. I pray for the students here tonight who are, you know, they've never asked you into your heart. And I pray, God, that they, they can have courage to do that, that they can talk with their small group leaders. God, that they know that we will do everything we can to love them and help them as much as possible on that journey. God, and, and, and to be honest, we're really, really just grateful that uh, you love us and you accept sinners just like us, Lord. We're never perfect, we struggle, but I just pray, Lord, that we can remember what your son Jesus did at Easter and that the bridge connected back to you is so So, so incredible to experience. Doesn't mean everything's perfect, God, but it means that we can trust you and we're connected with you because of Jesus. Thank you for that. And it's in his name we pray, amen.